Hi, everybody. I'm like, what is it live? Is it live now? Is it live now? I don't know. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome. So bad. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad I have my friend. Me. What is happening oh, with the direction? Yeah, it's it's reverse. Yeah. Listen, guys, we are, you know me. Hi, Crystal Crawford. This is Dr. Janine Kraft. We together are true mental health. We are the embodiment of true mental health. When did we start it? Oh my gosh. I don't know. A year ago. A year ago? Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. And as you guys are joining and watching live, this is open forum. We actually are choosing this to get to come be with you guys because we've been doing podcast reality for a while. Um, we haven't been live. So if you are live and you could comment and like tell us who you are and tell us where you're watching from, that would be amazing. Um, this is just an open space to like ask us shit. And what we're changing is like we started recording the episode on Tuesdays now. So True Mental Health Tuesdays, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to, we're, we're going live now after the recording. So because that's why? not so fun. That's why <laughs> this may fall flat. You guys may get nothing out of this. We might hate it, but we're just trying it. So today we chatted a lot about money. There's no money. issues there ever. Money seemed to be up. Um, What's your major takeaway from today? I mean, we'll kind of give you guys drops of it, but it'll come out Monday, right? Yeah, um, the episode's coming on Monday. I mean, I just. It never ceases to be relevant that we are constantly, how do I want to say this? Money is just such a great facilitator for showing up in your own life. <laughs> you yeah, know, Crystal, tell me how. <laughs> Hi, you guys. I see you. Thank you so much for Hi. commenting. Hi, Maxie. Hi, Alana. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like the, the, I think still somewhere in my world, sometimes there's this weird fantasy that sort of drifts through of like, this will just take care of itself or like, I won't have to really look at this, but like money's this constant invitation to re-engage and like, you know, show up. Show up, expose, be on an edge, stay in joy, relax, like all the healthy, expansive things it seems like. Yeah, yeah. Or be stressed and worried and anxious, which I mean, I choose for times here and there, but not very often anymore. Hi. Um, So that was my biggest takeaway. What was yours? (sighs) That, you know, it's more fun to dwell in the state of possibility and spending time generating that muscle. And that's what I want to keep doing. Um, I'm aware of what's in and out. I'm aware of what I require and I don't need to figure out how at this point, I just need to spend time in the energy of being it and the inspired actions will come. The how will materialize. Right. So it's like, I need to stop worrying, but what I can't control and actually put my attention towards strengthening a muscle I've really kind of abandoned, like, and just putting my attention to the energy that will generate and create. Yeah. I got the same thing today. Like literally, um, We've got a question. What is exposing for you guys? Can you elaborate on that? Because that could be so many different things. Whoever wrote that, please elaborate. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but that thing of like, uh, you have to, no, 
what you said basically, which is like abandoning, you just abandon the worry and the stress. It's like, okay, that's just staying over here and literally putting your attention on cultivating and building this new muscle of possibility and like abundant glory, exuberant, magnanimous universe, like luxury. Yeah. Not ease and total ease. Cause the, it's just the times where, where really big chunks of money have come in. It's like the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. It's never been from hard work and struggle. The hard work and struggle are the contracted periods of my life. So I'm like, okay, well, that's not the vibe. So what else could I choose? Which is just for me, then it's like to be able to strengthen this muscle for that to be my default, my reflex. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just typing in here. What are your questions about money? I'm going to put a banner oh, up. Cool. And see if yeah. It's our first time doing this with me. Yeah. Well, and the exposing piece, I oh, I love that. It like moves. This is so fancy. It's so fancy, this platform. Well, the exposing piece for me is like kind of a similar vibe of what you've been talking about, like the hiding piece. And I I just get where, you know, it just even this doing the show with you has been such a gift and a facilitation for me to be more me, to show up as more me. I mean, if you watched the earlier episodes, I was just really a little like "Mm, buttoned up and had a hard time just so versus just allowing it to come out the way it comes out and not needing it to be a certain way. And just, and so for me, it's like exposing me online, like who is me and just be me and more of that all the time. What about you? What was the question? Um, what is expo- What is exposing you to you? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. That has so many responses from me. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so many well, Let's things. say on social media, like if we dial it down to like one thing. Okay. Oh, wow. That's like so much information. That's hilarious. That's probably why I didn't look at it. Um, gosh. Exposing to me is that willingness to face you know what it might be more this Mm -hmm. i was i watched a little video of um glennon doyle she just recorded a podcast episode of her and she she was doing the little video to say i just recorded this podcast episode i've just been diagnosed with a um just been diagnosed with a mental thing you Mm -hmm. know and so she And one of the things she said was that I talked to the doctors and talked to Abby and we really get that we could wait until this is a little more handled or we can just expose the messy missile, the messy middle. Yeah. And I was like, she is so good at succinctly putting into words what it is that I finally get to after hiding myself for a period of time. Um, which is that exposing the messy middle is always what allows everything to move because I think so many of us wait, and this is actually what makes money not work. You know, so many of us wait until we feel more capable or feel more confident or have lost the weight or feel more cultured or, or trained or any, anything, any number of things. And then, and we're unwilling to expose the messy middle, like, which is, not really baked, kind of half done. Don't know if I'll finish baking ever. You know, it's always just kind of a mess in here. But welcome to my house. Well, well right. Because I think we talked about this a couple episodes ago regarding like bleeding, I think, on people where it's just like knowing 
where that is and wanting to expose, share vulnerably what's going on, where you maybe don't have all the answers, you have some clarity, maybe, maybe it's still muddy or just there. And so <laughs> I don't know where to go with that because it's kind of like, I'm so used to having to come up with a, oh, it's like a teaching moment or somehow you have to guide or lead through this and not yeah. just share it because the story itself, just hearing it is so healing for people. I get that when yeah. you normalize it. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, for me, it was just like things didn't move and I, money couldn't happen. Business couldn't happen if I didn't just like be me, you know, right where I was. And yeah. I have been so many various ugly positions from my point of view. Like I've been, you know, I've had money and I've not had money. I've, I've, I've not had money at times when I've made it look like I do have money. Yeah. You know, I've gotten into relationships that were really, really bad where I had to leave in the middle of the night. And then, I mean, there's just like, you know, I've it's like really run the gamut and throughout it all, I was choosing to, to have a business. And so I would have periods of time I would have periods of time where I didn't really want to share that much about it just because I was embarrassed, but of, for my life to work, yeah, you know, I had to expose this middle. So, hmm. um, I, I think there's a gift in that somewhere. Cause you know, like those of us who are perfectionists, which is almost everybody I talk to in creative land, it's like the most creative people are the most perfectionistic, which I think is pretty fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, like to wait until or you know refine until you know and that's what that's actually what slows everything down so well i always think of like harry potter and they say you know and everyone's scared to say voldemort's name you know it's like they actually couldn't get a handle on him or like take him down or like move through it until they started to acknowledge it and say his name say his name voldemort say the name voldemort right and that started to grow at, to the point that they grew, I, well, I don't know, their belief, their capacity that they could, you know, kind of dominate the situation rather than him being the one by not, not exposing, not saying it or is, so there's something there for me. Right? Yeah. 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 Alana said these past couple of years, I've become quiet, not involving others. I know something about this, Alana. I did enjoy doing Facebook lives and being with others. So hiding has become something solid. Asking for something different is an ask now. What else is possible? Yeah. And Alana, I think I, I'm pretty sure I saw your comment on my show from yesterday. I refer you to that show yesterday. Like that's actually where the private podcast came from. Alana was because I needed to start exposing the messy middle again. This was a middle that I, for some reason, this middle period for me was like, I don't know, more of a something I wanted to hide than ever before. I'm not sure what that was, but who cares? Because mm -hmm. like at the end of the day, what changed it was being willing to expose it again. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Alana, open your phone and start talking into it. You know, I mean, it's like start somewhere to to start shaking things up because for, for your life to work and for you to start to get a sense of what you would want your life to show up as, you have to start choosing again because choice is what creates the awareness. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we can't pre-plan pre it all. And it's just yeah. like with any of their creations and choices, it's like, well, we have a general vibe. We can put a few things in place and then I don't really know about the rest. We'll kind of figure it out as we go. It's kind of the same thing we've chosen with Trumel Health. It's like it started as IG and Facebook Lives. We're like, we don't know what this is, but okay, that's where we'll start. 
Totally. That's exactly what we did with that. We started on Instagram and Facebook and then I think we put that to YouTube and then we did, and mm -hmm. then we changed it. And today is that as well. We're yep. like, we know we want to get closer to you guys, but we don't know how, know. like, where can we start? And, and it was so funny. I remember this now and we tried to make it even more structured than it is now, which is basically a graphic at a time. And we couldn't get anywhere. Like yeah. it was, so you and I have both learned that when we can't get anywhere by trying to make more plans, we just go with what we know. Yeah. Yeah. But it all started with an energy, right? We're just like, yeah. oh, we have like a, we have a vibe together and it's fun to create together. And so yeah. what is that? What could we create together? I mean, it was literally that simple and we just went from there. So it's just, there wasn't, I, and it's exactly what you're saying of just choosing because it's like, yeah. and being willing to show up in the messy middle of the choice. Well, and let the choice be the mess. I mean, let the choice itself be messy. Cause this is, I mean, this is messy. We were like, we didn't even know if you guys would ask any questions or if you'd mm -hmm. engage or if we just Hello? have to come up with a whole different, anybody in here. <laughs> so thank you for asking questions. If anybody else has questions on anything. Oh, I see ask. one up higher. Um, do you want me to read it? What space yeah. do you all, you'll, do you all enjoy asking for money from? That's well, there's a rug there and a plant. <laughs> and you sit by it and meditate. <laughs> I just really, I don't know how to answer that question. How you answer that question? <sighs> well, I guess, I, I mean, I like to get out of the money numbers because then sometimes I get that it contracts me a bit more and I'm finding that I'm enjoying this process. And we talked a little bit about it on the episode that you'll hear. Um, I'm just liking daydreaming and just kind of focusing on, Oh, what would it be like if I had this like really fancy car and, you know, and just all this money coming in and just kind of more vague in general, but um, just really leaning into the energy of it versus being so like, well, universe, I want this amount and needs to happen by next week. And, you know, that just feels all meh. versus I'm seeking to get from a playful, like how a child would daydream. That's yeah. like what I'm seeking to get to. That's fun. I really love that. I have to not answer the question and to go sideways on it because <laughs> otherwise I get to like, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I really, really, really have to get myself to the energy of, to where it's like a palpable, tangible, I can feel it energy of um, like lots of money coming in. Like that sensation of like, I have money and where money comes in all the time. It's almost like an arrogance. It's like an arrogance of like, yeah, money's easy. No problem. I can ask for that. Like where I just know that money's coming in. And that like this morning, for example, when I woke up, I woke up and I was, I was stressed and worried, which has been a really long time since I felt that way. I did not think to ask who this is belong to. I indulged in it for like 45 minutes and it just kept getting worse. And I was like starting to sweat and I wanted to get out of bed so I could be worried. And <laughs> Not the one question to, to change it all. But that's nice. Question there, nothing. And, but finally I was, it was getting to the point where was, I was making it worse that so we create these situations scenarios for ourselves. So pick up on stuff and then we just run with it and it was getting worse and I was finally like no like I got so demanding of myself and I literally like body slammed myself and was like stop it like 
this energy. And I started pulling up the energy of like PayPal's coming in and people wanting to pay me and being the most demanded and like big chunks of money coming in and like with a lot of these and that. And then, and I started to say like, money's easy for me and I have more all the time. Money's easy for me and I have. So I, I actively engaged in changing it. And I literally stayed as I just kept myself there like all morning. And then I Mm -hmm. sat myself down and I got clear on my finances and so I think it's more like that's the space that I know works. Mm-hmm. And so now if I ever do indulge like I did this morning in that other thing, I I know that doesn't work. And so I will like force my own hand and, and make yeah. myself, you know, cultivate this other thing. I know it's not super romantic and unicorny, but I'm aggressive well, it's like you had to meet the power meets power. You know what I mean? You need the potency to show up with where you're functioning from to shift out of it, right? Because if it's like a soft little hand while you're like, it's like, this is this is not going to do anything. Rabbit's not going to do it for me. Yeah. So I think it's less about like, <laughs> bring your rabbit when I've got a bulldozer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I think it's less about like what space, like instead of creating the space to ask money from, which to me sort of feels like more like um, a going to the, to the prayer place in order to ask for money. It's not really that it's more like what space can you create for yourself to create from internally? Like what energy can you create from? And then, and then that's actually what allows it to work. The fun, generative, playful energy. Uh, yeah, like money's fun. Money's actually really fun. You know, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, fun. the freedom to like buy shit <laughs> and just not think about it. Yeah. And it's like, what are we talking about? Well, currently we're talking about money, but honestly, you can ask us anything because we have never been live with you guys like this. And this is open forum, even though my thing says, what are your questions about money? It could be like, what are your questions? How you doing out there? How you doing really? What's your question about it? Totally. We were just like, what is this? We need to do this after show office hours, kind of like Andy Cohen does on Bravo. I don't know. It was like inspired by that. So as you're seeing it in real time, we don't really know what this is, but we're going to use it and see what you're helping us create it. What else can you ask? What's up for you guys? What is up for you guys? Actually, the beginning of the year, it's January 3rd. Like... I know I'm psychic and what I picked up on was a lot of worry and stress. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Have you noticed anything? Yeah. Well, um, uh, uh, there's common themes of like worry about diagnoses, like health stuff is coming up that I'm hearing a lot. And then also just people really focused on a lot of comparison and judgment. So there's just, there's a lot of stress floating around. So, all right, that's all I got on that though. And wants to know how we can create with entities. We're not talking about entities today, but, <laughs> but you did say anything. I did. I'm sorry, but now we know. I, now we're clear. First point of refusal on stuff to talk about. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, come and do an entity conversation another day. Yeah, because that's pretty specific. Since I'm realizing every molecule is an entity with consciousness. Well, every, I mean, consciousness is the molecules. Everything is consciousness. Like molecules are consciousness. We are actually surrounded by 
we have there's more consciousness on this planet than unconsciousness it's just that we pick up on the unconsciousness because mm. it's so fucking intense mm-hmm. and we make that real mm-hmm. oh my God. it's more fun apparently yeah it's entertaining gosh oh my gosh a lot of heaviness sickness cold flu what else is possible mm-hmm. so what are yeah yeah i was gonna say there there's something about uh because i hear it online too like then the conclusions people go into which is like oh well i'm shedding any everything that's from 2022 or some sort of like reason and justification for why they're sick mm-hmm. versus just allowing it mm-hmm. there but what do you do with heaviness sickness cold flu? like in those times when you like do you ever go through those and what are your self tools? Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm usually looking at what conclusions did I come to? What sort of like kind of mental conflicts are happening in the mind? Because from my point of view, it's basically it started here and then it translates to here to some degree. Um, so and then just seeking to be an allowance and nurturing my body through that period, because it's easy to go into like, ah, I hate this and this is awful and fight it versus what else is possible, you know, and, and go into all the conclusions of like, well, should I, I take meds? Should I not take meds? But I don't believe meds, but I do believe in meds. It's just like going through all that. And it's like, what's wrong with taking an Advil? Just take an Advil. You feel a little better. Okay. You know, I've gotten to that kind of, I've kind of gone full circle <laughs> to that place. Yeah. Sleep, rest, isolation, and excellent self-care. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't get sick very often. I, when I'm, when I'm really deep embedded in a lot of heaviness, I am actively not creating my life. And I'm really, really, really like in problem. So most of the time for me, I have to like shake myself out of it and just make another choice. That's even the tool, like who does this belong to is I override that. If I'm like deep into a lot of heaviness, I'm like, that's not a strong enough tool for me. I have to like, mm-hmm. I have to really kind of go, is this, am I going to loop here? Is this how we're going to do the rest of our life? This is, yes. Okay. This is helpful. Cause I just got something with the, who does it belong to? Since we were talking earlier about kind of like meeting the power, the energy that's required mm-hmm. and the, who does this belong to? I get is kind of this, like, it's like the moderate anxiety route. It's not when I'm like really doing trauma and drama or I'm getting like kind of pain, like I need yeah. a, a more potent something. Yeah. Whatever that would be. But like the who's this belong to is maybe once I've regulated a little bit more or <laughs> it's not as bad, I get is kind of. Yeah. Like you know. almost like you're, you've got, you've got senses of things and you're like, wait, who does that belong? Yeah, exactly. You like know? if I'm into real heaviness, like really strong stress or like big problem or like into something that's just, yeah, I have to use a much stronger tool. I have to be more demanding of myself Mm -hmm. to, to activate my willingness to choose something else. Cause I think this is the thing we don't really get is like the living heavy is a choice we're making. And I think that's, I always say this like a simultaneously confronting and freeing. Yeah. But if I, but because I know that now, if I'm, and I do choose it sometimes, I really, I have to go, okay, mm-hmm. am I going to choose anything else? No! Sometimes it's no. And then other times, you know, mm-hmm. I'm willing to be different, but yeah, I have to use it. I love, I love what you said about that. Like a, like a tool of equal yeah intensity. Yeah, totally. 
totally. Yeah. Um, are you doing this January online foundation? There is no more online foundations, guys, um, except for Global Foundation in March. The only online foundation ever again the rest of our lives, unless we are put into quarantine again, oh is... <laughs> global foundation yeah, so exactly. my foundation classes are all live which means you get to travel so i have a foundation in february in san diego i've got one in south africa in april we are looking at putting another one on in dallas mm -hmm. in the fall that's right yeah yeah we have to just get that one scheduled yeah so come travel I don't know enough about scientific experiments on access consciousness to share them, but I know there's stuff on YouTube. So you can research on YouTube. That they did on the bars, I think, specifically showing yeah. differences in inflammation and energy moving um, through like thermography or something, I think. Yes, exactly. So you can you can Google like neuroscientist and bars or research and bars and you'll find that there. That's some there's some really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but if anything, anyone wants to know more from us or even topics for episodes. Yeah. And you guys might not be too familiar with our show. True Mental Health is um, Janine's and my exploration of like what psychology talks about and then what actually renders us more functional. Mm -hmm. And in the very beginning of the show, we were kind of actively looking at that like we were looking at bypassing and like what does psychology say and then what does access consciousness say it's sort of morphed into a much more blended conversation um but that's that's really the purpose of the show so what we're really interested in contributing to you guys is anything that's going to make your life easier you know like what do you what are you dealing with what are you trying to move through like what what are you actively what would create you more functional what would be true mental health for you yeah. and um yeah where it's it's a blended conversation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's fun i love to see where, how it's evolved and whatnot and um and just coming from looking at so many different aspects of what actually works yeah <laughs> this is what we've been taught yeah told so do either of you have borderline personality disorder maybe Nobody knows. So, I'm undiagnosed. I'm undiagnosed. running around undiagnosed. Do I sound like I am? I'm on the border a lot. I'm on the border a lot. <laughs> I've crossed a lot of borders. Does that count? So for people from the psychology perspective, borderline personality sort of from the traditional psychology perspective is just really uh someone who is exhibiting a lot of like maybe abandonment stuff codependency emotional instability all of no, sorts that's of things not me at all but from from psychology it says you are this for life you have this for life there is no real cure blah 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 well from a holistic psychology point of view it's more focused on that it's a trauma response to some degree right if we went through really extreme trauma then our nervous system dysregulated that's causing the emotional dysregulation maybe we've had abandonment so we struggle with communication yada 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 um and i i get that there is a trauma piece but then when i think of energetics and access consciousness I get there's also unacknowledged abilities, like unacknowledged energy awareness. So I guess kind of the combination of the two. And then when people don't have any tools to navigate it, um, then it's like, ah, help me. I have yeah. BPD. 
Yeah. Yeah. What I find with psychology that I didn't know was disempowering, I guess, is that they would, they would give something a label. So they would, you call it something. Yeah. And you, that thing that's diagnosed has all these components to it, which is why it's called this thing. But then it sort of stopped there. It was like, here's this, it's like, it um, doesn't totally stop there, but it's like, here's this drug to cope, for example, or you have this, yeah, you have this disorder, you have this disease. Then you're just like, yeah, good luck. Here's a drug so that you don't kill yourself, which then there's all kinds of things with that. Or, you know, you're just going to be in therapy for the rest of your life, or you just struggle with these things and you're stuck with it. And what I think is so magical about access consciousness is what you said, which is that so many times I would say 99.999% of the time, what we've been diagnosed with as a problem is an ability. Exactly. Mm -hmm. said. And so for me, my 10 year journey with access has been uncovering those abilities and learning to work as that, as an able person with choices rather than a disabled person with a diagnosis. I am sure if I had been born 20 years later, I'd have been diagnosed with all kinds of fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. I just happened to be broke. My mom was broke when we were born and we didn't have money for you, you know, like, yeah. Well, I had been officially diagnosed with like, this was in my early twenties, like clinical depression, anxiety, like generalized anxiety, panic attacks, eating disorder. I think that was everything, but yeah, like it was just like, you know, we're just trying to capture just how I was coping, navigating life. Yeah. Thanks for the, thanks for the word. Thanks for the time, you know? And so how did that, that did that work? How did that work for you? When well, you so that's diagnosed? when I first started therapy and it was interesting because my therapist was also saying, well, have you considered meds? And I was kind of like, is it that bad that I need, you know what I mean? It kind of was like, I, am I there yet? Um, <laughs> you know, and so I, I chose not to at that point. Um, you know, and, and funny enough, I was like training to be a, a fitness instructor at the time. And so I think the combination between the therapy, learning about boundaries and things like that, and then also re-engaging in fitness, like the two was just really healing for me at the time. Mm-hmm. And so that was my transformation, but then also led me to study psychology myself. Cause I'm like, I want to understand this all. <laughs> yeah. And then what like led you to access consciousness? Cause you are a psychologist, like you're trained master's degree, PhD doctorate. Yeah. Doctorate. Yeah. Okay. So what was the access consciousness piece for you? Um, Well, I had graduated and I was working at the VA, seeing veterans and working in the traditional kind of Western model. And I was just not seeing them get better through the traditional trauma treatment. And they were telling us the research shows this works. And yet I just, I knew something else was possible. So I was on this exploration to try everything and anything. And that's where I start. I learned EFT tapping, the emotion code. Someone told me about bars and I was like, well, let me go try this out in 2016. And then that kind of led me into this whole opening rabbit hole to this whole other world of possibilities. And so since then, I've just kind of, you know, followed access and then really followed it. Um, and incorporated it into now how I understand what we describe mental health as. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody was saying, so how does Gary suggest we take care of our mental health? Well, Gary's point of view is that you're aware you're not fucked up. And so every single tool is to empower you to have access to the reality that's beyond this reality, which is infinite being infinite being is all the choice, all the ability, all the awareness, all the And so as an infinite being, mental health isn't even a conversation because you are being and choosing from infinite being. 
But all the stuff we struggle with in is is where we make ourselves finite. And all that finite means, it sounds so fucking fancy, but all that finite means is you have limited choices. So when you are in a, when you're distracted by fear, you have limited choices. When you're distracted by guilt, you have limited choices. When you are in the middle of depression and sadness and you don't know what it is and you don't know how to change it, you have limited choices. Yeah. That's all that means. So that's finite being is like small menu of choices. And so because we don't have any experience, any information about what we truly are about like, Hey, you're, you're not the same as everybody else. You're different. You have this ability with awareness that you don't even know about, you know, and, and you need to start to learn about this, try this tool. Cause this is going to start to give you a glimpse, ask these things if they're even yours. And we're like, they're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And then if we're functioning from that finiteness and we're going into a lot of stress and fear and all those things, right. Our nervous system gets really dysregulated. So I get that's another key piece. Um, and then also if people are just functioning from more of that victim mindset, which I mean, Gary, everything that he said is really coming from an empowering place that you have choice, right. Even seeing things as an ability versus a disability is coming from empowerment, not disempowerment. So I get that that mindset is a big piece of it because, you know, when I'd work with folks with depression, they're really in this kind of a suppressed nervous system state, but also, well, nothing can get better. Eeyore mindset, nothing's going to change. And so it's that like slow, heavy energy that doesn't shift things. So is that really a disorder or something else? Well, I would say it's probably categorized as a disorder when somebody doesn't want to change it or, or doesn't is, is not willing at that point you've disordered yourself. I mean, (laughs) that's one of the things, but, and I, and I know people out there that would fight this conversation. And those are the people that actually really want to keep their disorder. When I found this stuff, I was sad all the time. I was like constantly emotional, sad, depressed, anxious. And I was kind of at the end of my rope and I was looking for something I remember in my first foundation class, which happened after bars, I was getting bars run and that was good. But my first foundation class was the first time I was really exposed to that. What if 99% of everything isn't yours? And it just was like unfathomable to me. It's like, if it was true, everything about me wasn't mine, everything, because I was riddled with I was overthinking constantly. I was always in and out of emotional breakdowns. I was like, it was riddled. And so that 99% of that wasn't mine. I was like, who am I without this? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. And so I had to just like start somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. And it started to then kind of like untangle and like loosen its grip. But I had created a, a world for myself unconsciously, but I created this world for myself where I didn't even exist without all of these feelings. So this person said I was diagnosed with all of them too. years of treatment and medication found access in the bars and then just jumped into it. Bars are pure magic in questions. The awareness grows and grows in all these abilities. It's a different path to each one of us because we're all so different. Yeah, it is. Um, and Shannon shares beautiful stuff about mental health and entities. It was freeing to hear her talk about all of that. So openly, absolutely. You guys, and I see some of you posting entity questions. We may get into that in another episode, but I would totally go to Shannon, talk to the entities website for all that stuff. Um, it is a huge component of mental health, Janine, and maybe we want to tackle it at some point. I'm a talk to the entities facilitator, so I feel pretty confident in it. And 
maybe we'll do an episode and just see what shows up. (laughs) Well, especially with the questions regarding like, what about schizophrenia and autism? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, like if we're coming from the point of view saying that we're finite and you see things and you're crazy and you need to be medicated, then it's like the person is already, it's like now they're stressing out more about it versus if people were trained, I guess, in that ability of what are you seeing? And people did believe what What they were experiencing. They wouldn't freak out and get totally dysregulated. So, I mean, it's really stemming from our point of view about mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Well, schizophrenia is an ability with entities. Autism is an ability, period. (laughs) Most mental disorders are actually abilities with entities. So to yeah. not talk about them is probably not our word. But I, I wonder how we can approach that conversation. Yeah. Because I, I don't want to dominate it, but I do. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's yeah. Out. Well, you, I, yeah, I get that. It'd be helpful though. I think. Yeah. So we'll explore that you guys. Thank you for asking. I appreciate it a lot. Especially um, the brink. Cause I can absolutely bring in the psychology piece and like, I'm okay. sure understanding it from you. It would be. Okay. Well, let's, we'll, we'll dive into that next week and see where we go. Thank you for bringing it up. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, okay. We've got so many things here. So Lori's got an entity comment nurse. Oh, thank you guys so much. Um, entities, Janine, I'd love to hear you talk about your experiences. There's a lot of entity questions. I mean, so what, for what purpose would we not talk about? I don't know. Let's do it. Um, so I learned to ask the entities if they wanted a job for me and that has worked. Well, I guess it's just, I mean, entities is just like, if you've got to start to include the fact that you are aware of entity. I don't, I don't really want to get into it in this one. It's a big yeah, conversation. Gonna a, we're going to do it. We're going to do it next week. We're going to show up here and we will talk about entities. We'll record yeah, an episode about, entities. about it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a big conversation. So book this yeah. time in your calendar for next week. Mm, okay. Jennifer B said, I have the sense that there's a lot of entities in my city and I'm ready to move. I've played victim to this energy for a long time. Jennifer, you are the dominant entity and you can clear them and we can talk more about that next week. So please come back. Um, I'm in one of those right now. I have extreme anger and I can't seem to move beyond it. Is this someone else? Great question. Whose is this? Who does this belong to? What am I aware of? Um, and am I willing for this to shift? Mm. Mm-hmm. That can be a really big one. Those of us who do a lot of fight and anger, I'm one of those. I like to fight. Um, I have to always ask myself if I'm willing for it to change because many times I am not willing and acknowledging I'm not willing is a key for it to change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like what pop for me is I've, I mean, I've had scoliosis my, since I was like five um, mm-hmm. and probably since birth anyways. But uh, I remember being asked one time, you know, cause I'm, I'm like, Oh, I know it's possible. I know it's possible. It could totally resolve. And I think I was in an Akashic record reading and she was like, well, are you willing for it to change right now? And I was like, Oh no, I'm not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, that's that acknowledgement then allows it to change. It's so weird. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, well, I guess I'm getting something out of it. Well, I wonder when I'll be willing, you know, it's just for me, it's, but it's coming from this like lighthearted energy. That's not like, Oh, I'm not willing right now. Yeah. What's wrong with me? I should be willing. It's like, oh, okay, well, I don't, I'm not totally sure why I'm not willing. And that it's fine. What Doesn't else matter. is possible? I'll just keep yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah. Are you willing for this to change? No. Okay, good. Huh. <laughs> okay. How about now? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll let that go for now. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's literally just the acknowledgement of what it is. Acknowledgement is such a freeing thing. It's, it, I know what I was going to say about that. Because anytime you make something into I have to, I have to change this, the only choice you give yourself is to resist. And so I see us do that to ourselves all the time. I, this has to change. Well, actually, it doesn't. Yeah, it's just a choice. Yeah. <laughs> and the moment you let off the have to, then you're like, well, okay. Totally. You soften. It's like the wall. Yeah. I don't know, the clouds part or something. That's so good. It's uh, so Jennifer says, apparently she's not willing. It's how I can maintain control of me and others. Yeah, cool. It's you don't have to change it. You can just be angry all the time. The thing that I had to look at this year in particular, because I chose a lot of anger this year. Mm. Um, I had to just look at it. Am I really going to live this way? Because what I started to recognize is it was destroying everything, including me. Um, angers when you stay in it and you use it to control is really, really hard on your body, as I'm sure you may be noticing. And so I had to really start to look at like, what would I have to be willing to lose in order for this to just change? Like, yeah. like lose a, a point of view or a reference point person or even I was just really like, yeah. because I was doing it to control everything. And yeah. I'm like, okay, so I'd have to be willing to lose I don't know, all kinds of random shit, like my self-respect. I don't know why. Uh, my This other person, this situation, this, like, what am I trying to control into existence that if I were willing to lose it would give me me? Yeah. You know, so control is this a, a attempt to make things turn out a particular way. Like, I've decided this is the right way or the only way. If I let go of that need to have it in that way and I can just, then then something can shift. But I think that's a whole other conversation, a conversation about anger and extreme anger and like how you work with yourself with it and all the Potency different and just yeah. like kind of differentiating all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like 20 episodes now already lined up. Yeah. If someone said that destruction comes with anger. Well, you, you, cre you create destruction. Right. With anger. And anger can be five different things. Again, I think this is a bigger conversation. Um, We'll pin it. We'll have a conversation about anger, but anger can be five things. It can be awareness of a lie. It can be potency. It can be a distractor implant. It can be control. Um, and there's one thing I always forget. Do you remember? Anyway, there's five things. So you also have to really know what's like, ask yourself some questions when you yeah. get mad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. Um, oh my God. Totally anger is exhausting, but freeing too. Well, it's exhausting to maintain that level if your nervous system is in the fight or flight response, right? We're not mm -hmm. actually meant to sustain that level of intensity. It's like, yeah. I mean, think about it. If you were driving a car really hard and you just always had it in sport mode and you're always slamming on the gas and slamming on the brakes, I mean, doing it at full capacity all the time, it burns out pretty fast. So yeah. to me, it's similar like our bodies, like we have the capacity to get really intense and living there is not the easiest on our bodies. Yeah. Yeah. So what else is possible? Yeah. Apparently yeah. there's another episode too. <laughs> We're going to have to go back and listen to this to remember. Here's what we need to do. You. We need to do this first and then go record the episode. Actually, that could work. Switch it. Actually, let's switch it. Let's do that. Okay. Then it'll be that. three then hours. Yeah. No, After we'll do, we'll come next week at 3 p.m. our time. So an hour before this week. And then we'll use your recommendations to go record the episodes. And then that. Oh my God. It's our, it's going to be pregame. Thank you for being here. I'm hugging you so bad.
Okay, Amy said, I got super confused with this, with this has to and making a demand. Do you mm. have something on that? Do you mm -hmm. know? I do. I bet you do. No, you do. Okay. The demand energy is not this has to. Because I, I get this has to is like, this has to change. Like it's a little <laughs> bit of that. <laughs> Versus no, the stops. Like, no, I'm done. No, no. Yeah. I could choose. I could keep choosing it. Not no. this choice anymore. New choice. Yeah. Yeah. Where this has to change is like the need of something being different because you've judged that it's wrong. Yeah. And the need of something being different never creates something different. The choice for something different creates something different. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh my God. Okay. That was easy. That's not an episode. There. Amy, you're fixed. <laughs> Of course, you were never broken to be good. Heal. You heal. We like guilt a lot, so like, don't take us. <laughs> Everything's serious. Okay, we're going to do like one or two more here. Oh, thank you so much, Lori. I appreciate the time you both have to make these videos. It's not that we have the time, we just choose the time. <laughs> yes. But also, you guys, the, the, the choice comes from really wanting to contribute to you, to everybody, to have something different. You know, both of us recognize that what's out there isn't fully functional and that's what brought us to access consciousness. That's what brought us together. And we really, really, really are interested in creating stuff that works. Yeah. And having the weird, different conversations. Yeah. So I think we're going to wrap for today, but holy shit, this was awesome. Thank you guys so much for contributing. Next week will be an hour earlier so that we'll get all this, have this conversation with you, and then we'll go record our episodes. But this week we're already recording. Um, makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yay. Good. And please share this, share the show with people, you know, need it. We'd love to get more visibility on the show and you guys are our ambassadors in the world. So yeah. if you know people, we have so many episodes on YouTube, um, Spotify. So many episodes. There's like a lot, actually. Yeah. yeah. So if you could help us get this more visible, that would just be amazing. And um, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye for now. Thanks, y'all.